This is a Sound Rebel podcast. Discover more of our shows at soundrebel.co.uk. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Give Me Some Good News, the podcast where we distract you from, from the doom and gloom that's going on in the action news with just good things in, in our lives, in our world, right? things to make you smile. I'm one your host, stand-up comedian Nathan Caton, and I can say stand-up comedian now because I'm back gigging again, thank goodness. I'm joined, as ever, by the very, the multi-talented Rich Wolfenden. How's it going, mate? Yes, mate, I'm all good. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm back gigging. Um, it's, 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 nice. it's not. It's not like proper, proper. It's not like the in the clubs, but it's something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's like the foreplay to the sex. That's what nice. that's, that's, that's what it's <laughs> okay. like at the moment. But I've, I've, oh, where, I've, where were you on? Um, I've done a few beer gardens. Um, nice. A few outdoor gigs, like in um, parks and like like little little festivals kind of thing. Um, yeah, nice. it's, it's, yeah, it's just something to get me out of the house again. Um, yeah, although this weekend, um, my girlfriend's gone away, so I'm happy to be in the house. Ah, oh, result. FIFA, yeah. that's what we're going to call it, right? You're going to get up to a lot of FIFA. Well, okay, so you've got FIFA, and then you've got Champions League, which is on tonight, and NBA's oh, yeah. on as well. So basically, I mean, and I was meant to be gigging, but I had car trouble, so I'm not gigging tonight, which turned out to be a result. Oh. So... Yeah, oh, feels like the good Pleasing. old days. <laughs> Coming up with genuine excuses not to go gigs. Exactly. What we like to hear. Um, how have you been, man? Haven't spoken in a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I haven't really done that much. I got, um, I bought some DJing equipment. So I thought, you know what, I'll teach myself how to DJ. You know, everybody else started learning skills at the start of lockdown. I thought, you know, right at the end of lockdown, now is the time to learn a skill. Um, (laughs) But I haven't got any music for it. So I've literally been mixing demo track one with demo track two. And that's all I've been able to do. So I haven't been able to learn anything really yet. But um, no, nothing much has been happening, to be honest. I did get Salford to the Premier League on FIFA, which was um, back to back to back promotions from League Two. So, you know, very uh, productive Nice, weeks. yeah, mate. Yeah. Champions League semi-final against Barca, Brentford. Um, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, next game. Oh, I know. what is it with Brentford? They always have big games. Yeah. Can't escape okay, it. Right. Let's not go down that route, shall we? Okay. <laughs> Start crying. Um, but as always, guys, uh, we have a guest on, um, a, a funny comedian who's going to come on and share some good news stories with us. Um, this week is, is no exception. A very funny guy who I've had the guest of being on his podcast, which is great. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Rich Herring. How's it going, mate? Hello. Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Um, how, good, man. How, how's life treating you at the moment? Uh, it's all right, isn't it? It's, you know, things are... I was on holiday last week, and that was nice. And I've you know, been in a pub, and I've been in a restaurant for the first time in five months. Uh, I had a date with my wife for the first time in five months. Ooh, and uh, you know, outside of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've just been for pizza with the kids. It's, you know, the world is opening up. Yeah. And then closing down again, pretty imminently, I expect. But still, let's enjoy this while we can. Um, Rich, uh, have you been doing a lot of uh, online gigs and stuff? Not a lot. I've got one coming up. Uh, I mean, I've been doing a lot of online me messing around, which we might talk about later. <laughs> but uh, I've got a gig coming up in like a week or two at the Clapham Grand. But it's, yeah, it'll be online. But it's oh. at the. Are you, are you doing that one? I'm doing it this Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm I, doing the last one. Okay. So are you, is yours online? I don't know if I'm doing it online or in person. Yeah, I, I think no it's, like, it's online. What I've decided to do in lockdown, which is potentially disastrous, is. 
I'm not going to do any material I've done on stage pre-lockdown, post-lockdown. So I've decided to like burn up my entire, all my stand-up sets, mm. everything that certainly oh. everything that I do, like at gigs like that where you do ten, twenty minutes. You yeah, know, and I, yeah. you, I just realised like in the last ten, fifteen years, I've been doing not exactly the same ten minutes, but some of the jokes have certainly been. <laughs> well played, you know what I mean. And start I just start a new thought, chapter now. Yeah, I just thought let's start again because I, you know I think you, obviously I'm reasonably successful. But when I do a gig which isn't my own gig, I kind of think I've got to convince the audience that I'm funny and blah blah. But you know I've been going for thirty years, so I think I should like just have some confidence in myself. <laughs> like, that I don't need. I've got very few jokes, you know. That's the thing. So like it's quite difficult for me to do ten minutes because a lot of my routines were. 10 minutes long in themselves and you know mm. came in the middle of something else so I, they've done they've done one already uh, nathan's doing next week and i'm doing the week after but there's a lot of acts on so i don't think anyone's going to be doing more than five or ten minutes yeah oh, amazing you, you, you say that mate i'm taking over i'm doing edinburgh previews <laughs> <laughs> getting your edinburgh previews early for 2021 2022 probably strapping guys we're not <laughs> going we anywhere going back next year <laughs> we'll see um, but Rich, uh, thank you. I just realised we've got two riches on the show. Yeah. Uh, so, um, well, confusing. Have to differentiate. Mm. Um, get guest, Rich. Yes. <laughs> guest, Rich. I feel like that's kind of more insulting to to the guest. I think. Is it? Okay. Sorry. Um, you can call me. You call me Wolf if you really oh. want, or is that too? Is that too cool? If you really want to associate Wolf. my second name. Yeah. yeah. It's not a good. It's not. I a good think. Name, I think of a gladiators from the nineteen nineties. He was like the bad guy, wasn't he? The bad yeah. guy, yeah. But he was—he was a cool bad guy, though. He was like, yeah, you, you kind of liked him even though he was a bad guy. Okay, um, Mr. Mr. Herring. Yes, right. that's better. That's <laughs> respectful. Some, some respect on the youngsters. <laughs> yeah. Put some respect on my name, Mr. Herring. Um, you have some good news stories to share with us. Um, yeah. What's, what's your first story? Well, mate? one of the, a couple of them are personal ones, and one of them's just something I found online, which is sort of quite interesting. I'll do one of the. I've I, on holiday. I learned how to control uh, seagulls. Right. <laughs> so this is, I think this is good. This is. I haven't tested it out myself, but I've been told. We went to an aquarium, and then you go to an after an aquarium. You think, what shall we eat? Fish and chips. So we went to have some fish and chips on the seafront in Hastings, very nice place. Uh, and obviously, like these massive herring gulls, and no pun, you know, and then I have my name, but I don't associate with them. Um, <laughs> sort of uh, just standing right by, you know, there was one right behind us on the seats, like waiting to get our chips. And you go like this, you try and shoo them away, and they just would go back one step and then come forward two. <laughs> and so very intimidating and big, you know, these big gulls. Oh, yeah, mm. big things. Um, and so and at one point my daughter finished her chips and I was going to throw them in a bin and I dropped like half the pack on the floor and these they just came in and, and they like destroyed this food. So I think, God, this is terrible. You know, how, do you, how are you supposed to eat your fish and chips without being harassed by these gangs of gulls? And then we went out with a friend of ours who we we know a little bit over the from over the years, but I don't know her particularly well. But she saw us in town and said, "I'll oh, come out another day." So we went out for lunch, and it turns out she's a gull expert, sort of self-appointed. Okay. I, so I, I really want to get this tested out because I'm not sure how much I believe it. But <laughs> she claims, and this is good advice for you if you're at the seaside and don't want your chips eaten, that the, what you have to do is identify the leader gull. The, the head gull, which is maybe the one that's closest, maybe just the one that looks the most authoritative, and then you <laughs> you stare him in the eyes, and as you're staring in the eyes, you give him like three or four chips, 
and then that's like you saying, "There you go, mate. That's your." They're like the gold mafia. If you give them a little bit, <laughs> she says. Now I don't. I see my because instinct. It seems. Yeah. Instinctively, it seems to me if you give a girl some chips, ten more girls will arrive, yeah. and then they'll all start eating your chips. Give them an she says, take as long a mile, as you sort of pick, you pick the pick the head of the girls. They remember. You, they can remember faces. She claims all the girls in Hastings are. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being very uh, supercilious and nasty because she's an expert and I'm putting everything in inverted commas, but she says that girls recognise you, that if you're nice to a girl, the girls will all be nice to you. The word will spread around the girl community. You're a good guy. <laughs> uh, and if you're bad, the girls will come for you and they'll shit on you and all that sort of stuff. That's so genuinely... I haven't tried it, but um, that's pretty good news, isn't it? If you, you know, if you're... It made me happy to think that... Uh, well, A, that girls can recognise you, like, years later, and <laughs> will remember you. Yeah. Uh, and B, that there's, a, there's an answer to this perennial problem of the seaside where uh, bully girls will make you feel intimidated when you're eating your fish and chips. Has yeah. I mean, your friend got seagulls confused with teenage gangs? <laughs> Do you think she's been picking up teenage gang children that have fallen, fallen out of them three chips. <laughs> she keeps them in her bath and stuff like she's like she's a bona fide hero, I have to say. So I really want to try the old three chip technique now to see yeah. if it genuinely works. I mean the, the main problem trying. the main problem would be identifying the leader goal. Yeah. You know, it's not like they've got a captain's armband on or something like that. <laughs> well, that's it. That's good. that's your skill. If you choose the wrong one, it might be bad for you because the leader might go, "How dare you give it?" Oh, yeah, the underling guy, you know. That's my grandchild, yeah. you prick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge. You give me the chips. Um, I mean, I'm sceptical. I'm still sceptical of it, but, I, but I'm but i very mm. willing to try it, and I will try it. And maybe if your listeners can try it, if they're by the seaside, and let us know how they get on. <laughs> and whether they're just plagued by gulls for the rest of the day, swooping down at their food. Okay. Yeah, so, end up being like the pigeon lady on Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Surrounded by them. <laughs> Friends. Well, they're terrifying. They're terrifying. But I am now the king of the girls. I I think so. And <laughs> and it's like when there are someone told me wasps can recognise faces. And we had a wasp. <laughs> we on. had a wasp. We had a wasp nest. And a guy came and gassed all our wasps. I think he said wasps can recognise you. But also someone else telling me wasps can remember landmarks. What? And, what? And Come so on. Like if, they, if you took. If you took a wasp on a train and then let it out, it would could navigate home via the landmarks that it remembered. Again, I was sceptical, <laughs> but someone looked it up and it was there was some truth in it. So, I think gulls have the same thing where they have a a good recognition and will rem- and remember somehow remember who you are. I, that's what they claim. I'll take your word for it. Well, I'll, I'll take, take the, I'll it. take everyone else's word for it. Um, so, Mr. Herring, thank you for that uh, first story. Okay. Uh, what's your your second story, mate? I think, well, let's do this one that I just saw online because I look for good news online. I know it's hard to find good news stories. And what I like about the story is it's, it comes from, uh, from very bad news, but then something develops that's potentially good news. Mm-hmm. And I think that's quite important, right? I think that, especially as we're going through quite a bad time, that I think positive things can come out of it, right? So my story is about Chernobyl, which is not the most positive of events. <laughs> okay. mm. um, but... <laughs> It was a little while ago, you know, and uh, what has happened is that a type of fungus that uses nuclear radiation as energy is possibly going to serve as a form of protection for astronauts in space. Okay, so uh, basically, uh, if I think I've got this right, well, I'll just read this. Outside of the protected magnetosphere and atmosphere of Earth, astronauts are showered 
with a 20-fold higher amount of ionising radiation uh, levels that prove unsustainable without protection. But a discovery at the nuclear accident site of Chernobyl in Ukraine has offered a possible solution. So a team of scientists has found these mushrooms, I think, growing inside the reactors. Wow. Um, it's called Cladosporium spherospermum. Oh, There's sperm in the name. middle of it, so you've got to, you've got to <laughs> enjoy that. Say that three times really <laughs> fast. <laughs> and it's, it, it's possible it could work as a living radiation shield, because obviously these mushrooms have had to grow in a huge mm. radioactive uh, environment and have flourished, um, and uh, they've tested it. Like It's not all good news. Uh, it, was, it was placed on around half the surface of a Petri dish. For the next 30 days, radiation levels were measured... Uh, to compare how they pass through the fungus and the glass compared to just the glass on the itself. And radiation levels were reduced by 2%, Ooh. which wasn't quite enough. No. <laughs> but, uh, but that, so that, those mushrooms, I think, are very symbolic of something really fucking terrible happening. And then, look, there's, there's a positive side to this. And those mushrooms have survived in this, yeah, uh, in this terrible, terrible situation, which you would imagine would obliterate everything and I know, I know there's lots of other stories from Chernobyl that yeah. aren't positive but, yeah. uh, but you know, that's it I think it's just trying to look for a, a positive spin on something that's bad so I kind of like that story just from that Definitely. point of view Definitely. I mean, I thought for a moment you were going to tell us that NASA or SpaceX were going to be working on a prototype to cover the inside of their rockets with mushrooms. Mushroom. And I, was like, I would have been all for that, I've got to say. It's more, it's more or less. It's nearly that. <laughs> Budget saving of- as well. Forget about this titanium alloy, diamond <laughs> coverings. You know, just get a few yeah. fungus. I mean, it's, it's, it's a funny idea. Uh, I mean, maybe it will be literally that. Um, yeah, they do say we have to imagine a Mars station on which astronauts would have to grow an eight-inch thick screen of fungus across the room. Wow. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to be exactly that or whether they'll just use whatever they found. But that, that's, you know, a, a, a terrible problem giving a solution to something else that could be, you know, we don't know, could be, like, instrumental and important in the survival of the human race down the line. You know, if we if we do have to leave the planet and go and live somewhere else, these mushrooms might be the thing that saves us. If not, there's other magic mushrooms that will help you. <laughs> I was going to say, what yeah, kind of mushrooms are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's good mushroom. That's, you know, the second best mu- mushroom news after magic mushrooms existing. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'd, I'd, never, I'd never take drugs. I have had magic mushrooms in Glastonbury about 18 years ago. And I, I sort of saw the devil masturbating with some meat and all sorts of things. So it wasn't, that oh. wasn't, I don't think, I, w- I wouldn't recommend eating these, um, <laughs> these radioactive mushrooms Wait, though, I think. Hold on. You might see something else. <laughs> what, what, what was the freaky part? The fact that the devil was masturbating or that he had meat? Uh, I mean, both of those things. It was like he had, he'd, I managed to work out what it what I was looking at eventually. And it was just a man stroking his girl, like stroking his girlfriend's arm like that, but. <laughs> he, he had in when I saw him first. It was a devil, and it looked like a you know, it looked like he had a liver in his hand, and was just you know, oh my god, squeezing it as you would a, you know, a, a tumescent member. Um, but the bet there was a good bit when I was I felt I was lying on the ground looking at the sky, and I felt like I was lying in the sky looking at the sea, and that was awesome. Wow, <laughs> so it's like this? I was it's like I was two miles above the earth and just looking down and flying. It was. That was great. Don't take drugs, though, kids. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, I was say, all this going on whilst Radiohead are on stage as well. You know, it's something that there could was, well happen. There was some audience. awful. Well, not awful. There was some um, very uh, uh, drum-heavy world music when it, when they kicked in. I'd I'd, I'd never. I, you know, I, like I say, I'd, I'm not a drug person. Yeah. And um, 
I just had nibbled a few of these things. I thought, oh, they kind of make you feel a little bit uh, loosened up. That's fine. So I nibbled a few more and I nibbled a few more. And then <laughs> like about an hour later, it all kicked in at once. So, you know, oh, I, was, so I was listening to world music and, boom, 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 and I felt like it was my heart and my heart was going to explode. So that's how it started off. And then I had to be led away somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was quiet. So I, I, I got away from the music, which felt like it was trying to kill me. Um, <laughs> it wasn't an overall positive experience, but... Uh, but there were good bits in it. Yeah, good. Anyway, the the, the news about the radioactive mushrooms. There's much <laughs> yeah, more. Exactly be, much more. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Now, I mean, I now we start. Now we start talking about it. I think I might give them a little try, just because <laughs> it's dangerous. But if they're anything, imagine it could take you to the next level. You could might see the face of God. You yeah. might, you know, you might not understand all of. You could at least become sort of like a mushroom man. Yeah. With the, with well, the like, powers of a mushroom, you superhero, you, mushroom you could man. talk to seagulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the seagulls would watch out for you. They might eat you if you're partly mushroom. Cool, man. Well, lovely stuff there, Rich. Um, what's good. your your third and final story, man? My third thing is again a personal thing, a okay. good thing that has come out of lockdown. I've been doing lots of stuff online. I've been doing as uh, Nathan was a get my guest. That's well, it came out this week, but a, a few weeks ago. Uh, of my podcast which I've still been able to do online so that's a big positive thing mm. so it's great to have the I mean imagine all this happening when we didn't have the internet you know where if people were <laughs> locked I was sort of thinking if this was the 1990s when I was single and really lonely and you know and was found it difficult to have to ring people up how the hell would I have got through five months on my own you know but I think mm. at least I'm sure there's been people who've had a terrible terrible lonely time uh, but at least we have that possibility of connection and uh, been able to do stuff uh, and Zoom and whatever, but also... So I've been doing... I started doing lots of stupid things, like playing myself at snooker and uh, moving stones around a field, which I was doing already, to be fair. Uh, but I, I, I've... During lockdown, I've cre- I've got a new string to my bow. I've mm-hmm. become a ventriloquist. So I have a ventriloquism show. Get out of it. Which wow. I've never really done, seriously. I've had... Uh, what I've got, I'll show you it. Um, I've got two, oh, two It's going to be creepy, old, isn't it? It's going to be creepy. Oh, very oh, creepy. Are you scared of, very, like... It's the creepiest ventriloquist dumb you've ever seen. Okay. Here he is. Oh my wow. lord! Okay, for the people listening, Hello you can't there. see it, How but you doing? it looks oh, like something um, from a horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is something from a horror movie. This is made by my uh, great granddad. Wow! It's from it's from 1892. Um, there was some um, newspaper rolled up in his leg to stuff his leg, which we found came out, and it's from a newspaper from January night 1892. So he's 128 <coughs> years old, if presuming wow. he was made at the same time as those newspapers. That's in good condition. Uh, it's pretty good. He saw it falling apart a little bit, but my great, my grand, it was my great granddad's who used it. He was a Methodist, and he used it to spread the word of God. I have not been using him in the same way. <laughs> uh, and, uh, then it was handed down my granddad, and my granddad when I was about fourteen. I'd always he'd shown me them when it, when I was a kid, and you know I think he saw that I was the one most likely to go into show business in the family. So he gave me these back in the eighties, and I did use. There's two of them. There's a female one as well. I did use them um, in a sketch I did at university where I was sort of did a bad ventriloquism act where I'd cover, I'd just coincidentally cover my mouth somehow every time the dummy got to speak. So it was a fairly basic sketch. Um, and then you know they, they've been sort of sitting in a uh, in a in a box for the last twenty thirty years. And occasionally I get them out. And I'd shown the kids and stuff. And so I just thought I've been near the stupid snooker thing, and and I decided to. 
I thought this would freak people out, so I kind of had a snooker player <laughs> who was controlled by this ventriloquist dummy in this. It's a confusing thing, my snooker podcast, but it's basically me playing myself at snooker. But then I've gone into 32 different personalities, so I had to start getting inventive. And then I just started sort of idly doing it, you know, properly, trying to make him speak and stuff. And, I, and it was better than I thought. I, You know, I've never really trained to do it or tried to do it before. And yeah. so I was better than I thought I would be. Um, so... So, you know, again, I think it's just that thing that out of, I would never, at the beginning of this year, the sort of things you would have not predicted was going to happen. At the beginning of this year, I had lots of great stuff coming up, right? And I thought, this is going to be a great year. This is going to be the year I kind of maybe break through a little bit again. Uh, And, uh, you know, it feels like everything's going going in the right direction. And then everything changes. I was sort of thinking about Captain Tom, uh, you know, the guy who walked down the garden. If you'd Mm. said to him on January the 1st, uh, by your birth, the hundredth birthday, you'll have raised thirty million pounds and had a number one record and been knighted by the Queen. Uh, you know, if you'd said that to me, January, you'd have gone. Well, that is clearly insane. Like, yeah. There's no, there's, it, but within three or four months, he was in the position where he was number one in the charts. So life is like so unpredictable and so hilarious in some ways when you think of it like that, and that that you could raise that amount of money, that you could do that. I'm not comparing me doing a ventriloquist act to that. I'm not saying it's as good. Are you? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, but, but if I, this guy's older than Captain Tom, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's sort of great that out of something, again, it's the same thing, out of something going wrong, you, you, you find something that might turn into something. And this might be something that, I do for a couple of months and then we all think that was an embarrassing time in Rich Chain's life. Thank God we've left that behind. <laughs> or it might lead to something else, you know, it might. Yeah. So it's, 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 and it's been real, but it, you know, it's really nice just to make that connection with your family as well in that way. And that even though what I'm doing is, I would, I'm sure would, uh, just my great granddad would be just appalled if he saw what I was doing. But, uh, <laughs> You know, it's not. It's nice that this has been handed down. That I'm still able to use it in some way. You know, that, that it's still entertaining people in in, yeah. in 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 some degree. So it's nice to have that connection back through time. But it's also kind of just to go. You know, to go with the flow and just see what happens. Which I think is what I've. That's partly why I was talking about the stand changing my stand up and just you know the the thing with. I mean, I start. There was a dead wasp on my desk halfway through one of the one of the shows so I started using that as a character as well you know? so like just just going with the flow and seeing what happens and finding out what happens and it doesn't matter if what you do doesn't turn out to be an amazing thing but also by taking some chances uh you can so I just think it's I just think there's something very positive and yeah. nice about about that appearing from absolutely nowhere <laughs> um Mr Herring thank you so much man for your stories man uh, it's good yeah, man thank you. I, I liked it thank you Even the, the, the dummy kind of, kind of scared me a bit when you yeah. <laughs> but I that's like in it. my house every night when I go to sleep that thing is sitting up here <laughs> oh no at the computer <laughs> <laughs> well there was one there was one I was doing and um, it would have been great if I thought of, uh, thought of a way of doing this there was one I was doing like the second or third one and then my son I was looking after I was I had the monitor and my two year old son started crying so I had to go oh well, sorry hold on I've got to go down and deal with this so I disappeared about three or four minutes and imagine how fucking creepy it would have been before it had been before I brought the dummy on if the dummy had just sort of appeared from underneath the, <laughs> you'd see me go oh down the stairs God. back there and then this dummy if i w- i just wish i'd uh just had someone underneath it prepared that night doing this that would have been the fuck out of people so yeah it's pretty scary but i i love him so i think 
I think we'll be all right as long as he doesn't take over. No, he's mind. great. <laughs> cool, man. Go on a murder spree. <laughs> but, thank you for your stories, Richard Herring. I appreciate no, that, man. Thanks, um, thank you. If people want to um, follow you and you know, anything you're up to at the moment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the um, Herring1967 on Twitter, which gives you most of the information. Twitch.tv slash RK Herring. Most nights we're doing Wednesday nights, we do Rahalastapur. Thursday nights, we do the, the Dummy. Monday nights, Monday and Tuesday, I usually do the Snooker. Uh, and I'm trying to come up with some other stuff with that as well. Uh, and yeah, so it's it's my, my my sitcom relativity is going out on Radio Four at the moment, so you can get the. I think if you tuned in about now, you could probably see the listen to the first four or five episodes on BBC Sounds. One of them will start disappearing soon, uh, but it's a six episode thing, so there's another one uh, out next week. And yeah, so that's. Oh, and I'm on ta- I'm on Taskmaster, which is starting in October, which was a real oh, good cool. fun to do. Do check that out. It was a, just a, no audience, which was weird, but I think maybe better in some ways. Uh, and really just the most fun I've ever had. Oh, great. Well, basically, <laughs> so basically you've been very busy. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, well, that was at the start of the year. I knew I was doing that. I knew uh, was, I had Michael Palin coming up on Rehearsal, which we just managed to do the week before we, we had to stop doing those. Cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, it looked like, like being a bump, bumper, bumper year, but it's turned out that, that most of the things that I thought weren't going to happen as a result of sort of managed to sneak under the under the radar and get get, get done so yeah it's been it's been good lovely stuff man lovely cool thank you for coming on um cheers man rich wolfenden um what were you up to for the rest of uh, the day weekend uh, radio um yeah so waiting for the fixtures to be announced so i can get into the uh commentary game once again but yeah radio x friday and saturday night seven till eleven that's happening every week and uh end of the week end of the month i'm actually doing uh the evening show which is really cool so hopefully get a couple of interviews in that week as well which would be pretty sick um but yeah radio x i'm pretty much always on cool and uh, your social media uh, at underscore Wolfenden uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Fancy Lovely. following me? Cool. Yeah, well, I already do. So you guys, Good. you should follow him too. Um, <laughs> and Nathan Caton on uh, Twitter and Nathan.Caton on Instagram uh, and Caton N on YouTube. I've got little clips of my stand up. Um, yeah, so you can see how funny I used to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I still have any more, man. Um, you guys have been lovely, man. Till next time, take care and stay positive. Laters. <laughs>